Welcome to installment 303 of Sefer Mitzvahs from the Rambam. Today's portion contains one commandment, positive commandment 198, the commandment to take interest should one lend money to a non-Jew. In the previous shiurim, we have learned about the severe prohibition of taking interest, both on the part of the lender and even on the part of the borrower, and even to participate in a loan which involves interest. However, as we see from today's commandment, this only applies between loans, loans between one Jew and another. But in the case of a loan where a Jew loans money to a non-Jew, the Rambam mentions that we are commanded to loan him with interest and not to assist him financially and to, and to, to gracefully tr- treat him gracefully by, by giving him an interest-free loan, but to take money away from him by charging him interest from the loan. And even in something involving a prohibition, a biblical prohibition, when it would be applied to a Jew, as it was biblically prohibited for us to take interest from a Jew, Nevertheless, in the case of a non-Jew, not only we are allowed, but we are commanded so. As the Rambam quotes from the Sifri, that the verse in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 21, Lanochri Sashich, you should take interest from a non-Jew, it says, Zu mitzvah's essay. This is a positive commandment. And not only is it giving us permission, but it's actually a positive com- commandment. And then an end of the verse says, And to your brother do not take interest. This is the prohibition, a pr- part of the prohibition of not taking interest from a Jew. The Talmudic tractate Baba Metziah does mention various conditions about when one is allowed to take interest from a non-Jew. As the Rambam tells us in his legal code, that one is not allowed to become rich by taking money from a non-Jew in order to gain money. Only what he needs in order to live can he gain by taking interest. And the reason given is that if a person becomes accustomed to take interest, he will end up taking interest from a Jew as well. And therefore he is forbidden from doing so from a non-Jew unless it is absolutely necessary. But even so, the commandment that face value seems to be a little bit strange. Why are we commanded, a positive commandment, says the Rambam, l'nazike, to damage him financially? We know that we are commanded even to give charity to non-Jews because of mipnei ashalom, in order to keep peace with them. And we also know that we have a responsibility for the well-being of the non-Jewish nations, as the Rambam rules in his legal code, that we are required to encourage them to keep their commandments, to keep their seven mitzvahs. And even though we could always argue that the reason we should have them keep their seven mitzvahs is to make the world a settled place, and this is for the good of the Jewish people, in order that the Jewish people should be able to keep mitzvahs, Nevertheless, why should it be a commandment, a mitzvah, to take money from the non-Jew by taking interest, where there's such a severe prohibition regarding the Jew, as we mentioned in previous shiurim, that a person that takes interest from a Jew, as if he, he is denying, it is as if he is denying the existence of Hashem and the exodus from Egypt, and does not merit to have the resurrection of the dead. And we see that one is strictly forbidden from stealing from a non-Jew and from frauding or cheating a non-Jew. Why then is it a positive commandment to lend him, to take interest from him? This commandment is clearly understood through Teres Achsidis and Pnimia Satera, 
which explains in general why a person gets money and how money is connected with a person's mission in this world. As Chassidus explains that a person is given money, Chassidus explains the statement of the Talmud, that the Torah cares even about a Jew's money, that he should not lose money unnecessarily. Chassidus explains that why is there such care, such a stress placed on not losing money by the Torah? Because a person has to purify a certain part of this world that within physical objects in this world there are sparks of holiness and the sparks of holiness which come into our possession it's clearly the intention the intention of it coming to us is that we should elevate them and bring them up to a higher source and purify them from among their their dwelling in the physical world and elevate them up to holiness and this includes all of the physical objects that belong to us, and even the money which belongs to us has holiness and must be used for the purposes of serving Hashem. What happens when we have money that could be gained in a natural way? If a person has money and he sees clearly according to the natural course of the world, he has a hundred dollars, but all he would have to do is put it in the bank and he would get it back at a hundred ten, he would gain ten percent interest. It seems from this that not only is this $100 something which he needs to purify, but since in the ways of the world, in the natural course of things, the other $10 he could also purify, then it seems that the $110 is something which is, which is connected with his soul and something that he should be purifying. However, the Torah says, even though we might see a slight connection there, if it, the only way of him getting that money is by lending to a Jew, then he is forbidden from doing so. However, if the loan was given to the, to the non-Jew, no longer does this prohibition apply. And if the prohibition does not apply, then it becomes a mitzvah to take this interest. Not only are you allowed to do it, but how could you not take the interest? This is something which clearly God has given you the opportunity to purify more sparks of holiness. The non-Jew does not have the mitzvahs of a Jew, and he is unable to elevate these sparks to their holy source. Only you are able to do so, and you have been given the opportunity of elevating them, so how could you allow the money to stay in the possession of the non-Jew? And therefore we understand why the Rambam holds, in, in, in contrast with many of the other commentaries, that the Rambam holds not only are you allowed to take interest from the non-Jew, you are commanded to do so. And the reason is because in this way, these sparks of holiness, which already you see are connected with you, you see you have the ability, legally according to the Torah, of charging interest for the loan to the non-Jew and elevating these sparks of holiness and using this money for the purpose of serving Hashem, since you are allowed to do so, you are commanded to do so, to take this money, use it for holy purposes, and thereby elevate it. And with this, the Rebbe Shlita explains in Asicho, we can understand the opinion that not, the halachic opinion, that not only is it a commandment to take interest from the Nanju when you lend him money, it's even a commandment to go out of your way to lend the Nanju money in order to get interest back. Not only is it a commandment to accept the interest, but it's even a commandment to go and loan the Danju money in order to later on take interest. Why should there be such a commandment? And how do we understand the Rambam's statement 
that we have a desire to take away his money. We see you're not allowed to steal from a non-Jew. Stealing even a minute amount of, from a non-Jew is equally prohibited by the Torah. Why is it when it comes to interest, it suddenly becomes a, a commandment to take the money away from him? With this explanation, we can see clearly. We are commanded to serve Hashem. And since in the natural order of the universe, when you, the non-Jew needs a loan from you, and the natural way of things is to charge interest, as we see clearly in everyday life, therefore, you have been given a natural opportunity to take more money and use it for serving Hashem. And since you have the ability of serving Hashem in this way, you have the obligation of doing so. And it becomes a commandment to use this money, take this money which in the natural order of things belongs to you, and use it for serving Hashem and purifying the sparks of holiness which are present in this money. And when it comes to the case of a Jew, you would also, in the natural course of things, be able to take interest. And we would do so if not from the fact that the Torah forbid it strictly. That when it comes to taking from a non-Jew, he also can use the money for serving Hashem. And therefore, this money which you could gain through interest is evidently something connected with his soul. And it's necessary that he should purify it. And he should elevate it. And therefore, you are forbidden from touching it. As we explained in the commandments, that the possessions which belong to you have a spe special connection with your soul. And you are meant to elevate it. But you should not envy someone else's possessions because his possessions Hashem gave to him. God intends him to elevate them and bring them up to holiness and purify the sparks, which is not the case with a non-Jew. Since he does not give in such mitzvahs, it is impossible for him to elevate it the same way a Jew does. And therefore, if it does not involve theft, but rather is the natural course of things in the world in financial dealings, we are not only allowed to take the money, but commanded to do so.